Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my good friend, as always, Cody Frankel. we got a great episode today with our friend Chris Jastrzemski, the NHL on TNT researcher, telling some cool stories about being behind the scenes with the guys in the panel over the last year and a half or whatnot. Um, there's not much Ranger talk, obviously, this week with no games being played, just the All-Star weekend down in Florida. We actually are recording this before the All-Star game and before the skills, but we've seen a lot of good content. But, um, Cody, anything that sticks out to you or, you know, what's going on with you? It's cold as shit outside. Um, miserable. It's like, actually miserable. Actually miserable. I, I read an article. Did I send you the article today about the frostbite? I no, no, I definitely, definitely did. You just no. Oh, I didn't. No, you, okay. you didn't. No. Okay. So and then you just don't just don't do it anyway because I'm not going to read it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you don't read. You're illiterate. But um, yeah. New York Times like posted an article being like it's going to be the coldest weekend in New York in like 15 years, and you can like get frostbite in as quick as three minutes. Something crazy. Um, I'm not tomorrow- sitting foot outside. I mean, tomorrow it's going to feel it's the low is negative two and it's going to feel like negative 10 and I have to go to a Broadway show. So I'm going to be outside and I'm going to what are you going to Harry Potter. That's cool. Yeah, actually, I have sick. a question. I was just talking about it with my roommates. Is it fucked up to order DoorDash when it's this cold outside or no? Oh, for the other people like like, do you feel bad for like the people that are riding the bikes delivering the food or fuck? No, dude, I'm ordering no? Uber Eats tonight. Okay, yeah, because I was going to order in food tonight, and like my roommate It's either we said, suffer or they suffer. At least they're getting paid to suffer. I guess. My roommate was just like, I have a rule where if, if it's a 10-minute walk, you just go do it. I mean, tell your roommate to just suck it up and take <laughs> more. Like, I don't yeah. know what else to say. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't think that is – dude, I would not step outside tonight if I didn't have to walk my dog. Like, yeah. put it that way. So, um, I had dinner plans, and we canceled. Oh, really? Yeah, because That's it's freezing. But anyways, back to some hockey talk. Uh, love to see Fox get in there. Love to see Igor get in there. Um, as you said, Igor's stealing the show, it seems like, which is great. I actually and, heard, uh, I'm not a per-source guy, but per-source, I did hear that Mika was originally picked as an all-star or or Breadman. Yes, was, this is true, dude. This is true. Was that announced? Knows, yes, everybody knows this. And they and backed out. No. And yeah, Fox he backed out. Well, Mika backed out because uh, he had a reason. I forgot what it was. Oh, I didn't know if that was public knowledge or not. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's public knowledge. It's public knowledge. We don't have too much to get into today, but there is a couple things I wanted to touch on. First and foremost, um, I don't know if you read that Larry Brooks article about you know Tanner Janot, Tanner Janot and, and Patrick Kane and all those guys. Like, all right, I, I said this thing about Kane to you like three weeks ago now that he's with that injury, he's probably not going to be a Ranger, even if we want him to be. I think it's very valid. I think like this is a serious injury concern. Uh, and the doc, he got two opinions supposedly. And my, my good buddy's a Hawks fan. I talked to him about it. He got two opinions and they both said he needs surgery. So he either gets surgery now and he'll be ready for next year as a free agent. And he's mm-hmm. not going to get traded or the Blackhawks trade him. Every other team knows maybe they hope they can get him for a little less because of this news. 
but he's not going to be playing at a hundred percent. And like from our standpoint, are you giving up a premium for a guy who's not playing a hundred percent when you're like kind of mortgaging some of your future, if you're going to have to trade a young player for him? Cause I'm not. No, definitely not. I mean, so, I, like I, I've said publicly, like, sure. It'd be fun to have Patrick Kane just because of him and Panarin. Like it'd be fun to watch. Like, I think everyone that likes hockey would want to watch those two play together, but like, uh -huh. it's not the move that gets the Rangers over the hump. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's so funny. Cause then he was like, but Tarasenko is an option. Yeah, no shit, Larry. But, but, but anyways, I, I did actually like a guy he brought up in that article, Tanner, Janot, because I think Tanner, Janot would be an unbelievable fit for this team. I think he's essentially Barclay Goodrow, except better by, by good margin. Uh, he's, he had a little bit of a breakout year last year where he had 41 points. He's a bottom six guy, but he's an absolute grinder. He can, he shoots, he can score. Oh, he shoots, and he <laughs> shoots, man. He shoots, he can score. And on top of that, he's physical. And mm -hmm. I, I think he would be great. And he only has an $800,000 cap hit, which is insane. So mm -hmm. like they could lock him up long-term if they wanted to and don't have to mortgage shit. Uh, and they can make another, another rental move, right? They can get this guy for 800 K, whatever it is, and go after Tarasenko or go after, you know, uh, Brock Besser or somebody who cares. But I, I think that's, that was a really, really, um, you know, good idea there. And I, I'm curious if, if he's available and if the Rangers would look at a guy like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw my, uh, my tweet on Wednesday. You don't check Twitter a lot, right? I only see what you text me and say, bro, please check this out. <laughs> so Wednesday, I like I made a fake uh, like blog account. No, I like, saw it. I oh, saw it. See it. Yeah, because you posted it in the group chat. Oh yeah. well, yeah. For the people that are listening, like I got so much like you know fifty fifty, just like you're a fucking. I have something funny like, to tell you. What? So Max, you know Max. Max yeah, texted me and goes, "Dude, I love Johnny, bro, but I I think it's about I think it's about time you move on from him." And I'm well, like, dude, I, he didn't, he didn't and click he sent me the link and he yeah. sent me the link. I'm like, dude, did you click it? He's like, no, I'm at work. Like I didn't have time, whatever. I'm like, just click mm -hmm. it. It's a fucking meme. He's an idiot. He's like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I was, dude, I'm so tired of like the, the, the thought process behind it was how so many people just see all these trade articles and they jump to conclusions without even reading them. And like people just form their opinion on it. So I was like, I bet I can just fucking post something ridiculous tweet and people won't even click the link to the article. And they'll yeah. just like, you know, quote tweet me saying I'm a fucking clown or loser or idiot, um, which they did. A lot of them did. But the people that like there was one there was one interaction I had. I actually want to like read it. Um, let me find it. I tweeted like a, it was a beautiful short story. This guy. Uh, Josh, kill a Josh quote tweeted it and goes, get fucked. And I commented, read it. And then he wrote back, he tweeted back. Well, now I got fucked. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. Just like, you know, like people just, anyone in their right mind would not trade Mika Zibanejad and Cabo for Patrick Kane. So like to think that I would want that, I think is just a little uh, moronic. <laughs> I don't know how somebody could think you were serious there. Yeah. Like me, there Mika, were a couple of people though, that were like, I was actually ready to hear you out. <laughs> dude, Mika, and this isn't even a, like a take like Mika at this point in his career is better than Patrick Kane is at his point in his career right now. Like I would take me, if it was a one, if you're stacking That's them up against each other right now, I'm taking yeah. Mika over Patrick Kane 10 out of 10 times. I think he's the yeah. better player at this point. I mean, if it's Patrick Kane five years ago, sure. Give me Kaner, but it's not, but yeah, that's, that's all, all good banter, all good banter. Um, other than that, man, like I, I don't really have that much more to talk about. Like the Ranger, like, the only other thing I want to ask you is, you know, what 
are you looking to see out of the Rangers in this second half of the season to convince you that they are truly now a cup contender? Cause you've been a little harder on them than I have yeah. this year. So I'm yeah. curious, like, you know, trade deadlines coming up. Sure. But like remove that from the equation. Like what do you Johnny Lazarus need to see for the Rangers to show you that they're truly a cup contender and like can compete with the best. So I think the difference between the team right now versus the team post deadline last year is mm -hmm. just the factor. And and I like, I'll talk about this too at the deadline, but just being hard to play against, you know, I think losing a guy like Ryan Reeves takes a little bit of toughness and grit out of the lineup. Losing a guy like Tyler Mott, Andrew Kopp, same kind of thing, right? Like those guys play really hard. Like, you know, those guys are foot on the gas, like no breaks. And um, mm -hmm. I think the team is lacking that a little bit this year. Uh, you know, they're not necessarily a scary team to play against. I think Truba and Lindgren, you know, are probably the two guys that most people do fear. But, you know, on the offensive side, like I don't think they play like an in-your-face kind of game. So I think that's what they're missing. And that brings me to like what I would want. You know, we talk about the deadline and my mind changes a lot, but – I was actually talking to Arthur Staple um, on Thursday, just like texting back and forth. And he was talking about his article coming out soon about like the guys that he's targeting um, and guys that I think this team could use too that are, you know, going to be free agents at the end of the year. You know, and I don't know if it's possible with the, with the cap. You can tell me that uh, if you want to look it up. I don't know while I'm talking, but like a JVR or Alex Kalorn, you have $7 million. You know? Yeah. Like if, if we could, if we could. Like what I want is to get two to three guys that make this team deeper, not the one superstar goal scorer. Because I really don't think that's what puts this team over the edge. You know, this team does have the ability to score goals. I know they haven't really done it that consistently throughout the season, but mm -hmm. come playoff time, I think it's all about depth and that secondary scoring. So if you can get a guy like Alex Kalorn or James Van Riemsdyk who can I be mean, a second, yeah, sure. If they can get well, Kalorn, that would be fucking lovely. Well, I'm just I'm just saying the type of player. You know, I I don't know. Okay. Uh, you know, like I said, Tanner I don't really Janot. know. Tanner Janot is, yeah. he, he qualifies in that he would slide right into that third line and, and, you know, play alongside Trocek. And I, I think mm -hmm. he'd be, you know, he'd, he'd be perfect in that. And then, but I just look at the other teams in the league that the Rangers are competing against right now. And, you know, I, I like, I don't think the devils are scary as far as like in your face kind of style, but uh -huh. you know, the devils can easily outskill the Rangers or, or just play to that, um, you know, level of, of skill that the Rangers have. But, the teams that I think really just would outwork and outcompete the Rangers are, you know, Boston and Carolina and Tampa Bay. Those are the three teams I've said that, you know, I don't like the Rangers chances going into seven game series against them. So like, that's what I think the Rangers need to build toward is being able to outskate those teams because they can keep up with anyone skill wise. I mean, you know, with, with Artemi Panarin, Zibanejad, Foxy in the back end, Igor and goal, the Rangers can, can outskill almost every team in the NHL, or at least for the most part um, compete with them. But it's that, work ethic and the compete level that I don't know that they have right now. It's interesting what you said about the, about two or three players. Cause, cause I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I think you are right. Um, you know, Tanner, Juno would be great. Another guy who comes to mind, but I don't know how it would work because you're going to need St. Louis to eat a shit ton of this money is Ryan O'Reilly. I think mm -hmm. he's a guy who can slide in there and, you know, I know he's a center, but who cares? Like you, I, I'm at the point, and I've said that I've been pretty consistent in telling you this for weeks now. Like I don't, we could tra we could trade for three centers. I don't care. Put them on the wing. Any center can play wing too. I, I'm mm -hmm. convinced of that. No, and I, you know, like we saw with Copper, and like I think it's really important just to get guys who will fit in this team right now, and don't worry about the position as long as like, you know, they could play the position to an extent. I, I think he's I think Trojan can easily play wing. 
yeah, I, you know, he's another guy who, who, it's been talked about for years now, and I feel like he's been in the league for 30 years, but he's like 27. Max Domi, I think he would be another guy <laughs> yeah. who's, you know, I dude, he's having a breakout year this year. Like he's having he's having a pretty good season right now. I think he's got something like I, I don't, I'm 15 goals, 14 goals. Uh, let's, yeah, yeah he's got 14 goals and 35 points right now in 48 games. Like on a dog shit Chicago a, team. On a dog shit Chicago team. Like he's having a nice season. He doesn't cost much. I think he signed like a. I don't, I don't remember, but maybe like a th- one-year, three million contract or something like that. Like you get him, you get Tanner Janot in there, and you get a defenseman, like a you know third lefty vet. Like you, you know my guy who I've been talking about from uh, Columbus. But mm. dude, that would be a squad. Like that would be a squad I could go to battle with, and like you know, I would probably rather have those three guys than just trading for Tarasenko. Sure, yeah. I agree with that, but I think. You know how much pressure do you think our management is getting from uh, from Dolan and you know from up top saying like, "Yo, we need to we need to wrap this shit up and win it." You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I, I think it's just clear. Like to come out of the Eastern Conference, you're going to have to beat Carolina or Boston. Like, oh, oh, totally. Maybe maybe both. And if if not both, then you're also going to have to beat one of Tampa or Toronto. So like, yeah. you know. And nobody's nobody's doubting the the East isn't a bloodbath and it's going to be so like we just need to kind of like figure that out but um but yeah that's really that's really all I have I mean do you want to send it to our guest yeah let's send it over to Jazz great guy and uh you know I hope you guys enjoy it this week on the Blue Crew we're very happy to welcome on a good friend of mine and someone you guys are all gonna love the researcher for NHL on TNT Chris. Jastrzemski. What's going on, Jazz? We call him Jazz, so I'm not going to yeah. say Jastrzemski. That's a fucking mouthful. So. It is a mouthful. Jazz, what's going on, bro? How are you, everybody? Great to be on with uh, Cody. <laughs> pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. I- I'm going to jump in here immediately yep. because I need to know, like, what do you research? Like, do you research, like, getting biz lunch? You know, like, <laughs> what, what, what do you research yeah, yeah. there? Um, no, I-, I, make the, uh, I make biz look smart. I'm pretty much the guy that makes biz look smart and not an easy thing to do. It's very hard to do. But I'll what, do wait, what do they call you again? Uh, what's the nickname? Jazz? No, uh, the biz one. Discount biz? Discount biz. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Yeah, you, you guys do look a little yeah. similar. <laughs> I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> and one of my friends likes biz so i'm hoping that you know she she digs me but we'll see anyway uh, but no uh i kind of make the talent look smart i i develop stats and uh storylines for them the producers and i even help out with the game crews as well um and i help out with you know we have some uh gambling odds and DraftKings segments and so i'll develop those the same game parlays you'll see them pre-game and uh, some other in-game uh options as well so i do a lot of that and also communicate video needs for from downstairs with the uh talent are they're watching the games i'm with them to upstairs where taped guys are who are great and uh yeah i'm kind of like a do-it-all kind of guy Almost really- knife. yeah it actually is crazy like when we were at the winter classic jazz like took me to all the production trucks and and there's so much that goes into it that like you know i wish almost everyone could see because you know, obviously you watch NHL on TNT and a lot of people probably think the job is, you know, somewhat easy, but the, like everything that goes into making that happen is, is pretty crazy. And I don't want to touch on that too much right off the bat. I kind of want to get like your backstory for people that, you know, don't know you, you were, you were at ESPN for a while. 
Um, you made that jump to NHL and TNT a little like over a year and a half ago, probably, right? Yeah. Can you just talk about that process and how you were selected for being the researcher for NHL and TNT? Yeah, so I was at ESPN for roughly three years. Um, the last half of it, I was working on uh, Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. Um, and mainly at, there, I was doing video content. So okay. creating highlights, creating uh, montages or vignettes or helping with the interview. So if Scott had, you know, Gary Bettman on or Emery Kaplan on, I would be pretty much producing that, cutting it down, adding uh, B-roll to that and all of that. Um, and I just, at the time, you know, I wasn't really um, happy with, you know, the direction the company was going. I wanted to do hockey. You know, they, they weren't going to let me do hockey. They wanted me to stay on Van Pelt. I wanted to be an AP. They didn't want me to do that. So uh, I went over, wanted to do hockey at TNT, did that. Uh, the job process was surprising. Um, I actually applied for one job. And then after the final interview for that job, I got a uh, email from a recruiter saying that, hey, we got your resume for this research job at TNT. I'm like, ah, I never applied to that. But all right, <laughs> I'll take the interview. Yeah the interview i think the next day or two and then the day after i got an offer and um you know i was excited to be uh part of that group and and for me and, and i've done this a few times you know worked on as a pa for a, a boxing show at espn called maxim boxing with max kellerman mm -hmm. um it, it feels more gratifying to be the first to do something like mm -hmm. the first researcher at the nhl and tnt the first pa on that maxim boxing show yeah um, I find it more like gratifying for me rather than, you know, being part of the SVP is a very special and a big honor, but it it's, it's different with the NHL stuff, being the first to be part of that special group. You're, you're kind of laying that foundation and the groundwork for uh, the future TNT employees. Well, that's something I wanted to follow up with too. Like, can you talk about the first show and, and just how far you guys have come just in that year and a half that it's been? Yeah, so that was actually my second day in the office, fun fact. Um, yeah. I landed the day before. I, I took a flight from Connecticut, got in the studio. I think baseball playoffs was going on. Um, our, our main researcher for uh, basketball and sometimes baseball, Joe Underhill, we call him Underdog, gave me my laptop. He showed me it around. He was like, hey, if you need me, let me know. Uh, I'm like, how do I get my email? <laughs> so I'm like, and I got to work tomorrow for hockey. I'm like, uh-oh, shit. Mm. But uh, got in the hotel room that night, did notes. First time I met our producer, Gibby, we call him. First time I met Liam in person, we emailed, I think, the, the morning of, if he had any no if I had notes or whatever, just to look up stuff. And then ever since then, you know, slowly but surely, I get to know the talent. I get to know the producers, everyone behind the scenes, the graphics PA, Sean, or tape people, Caden, and that crew. And it's, it's, a, it's become a nice family, you know. Mm. And I think that environment at TNT – you know, it's a much different environment than what I was at previously with a few other jobs I was at, too. But um, yeah. the family aspect of, you know, us working together, we know who we are. We know what we like to do. And we also like to have fun. I mean, I don't I've never been to a company where they brought in a live goat for uh, <laughs> his birthday. Um, yeah. also have it driven a golf cart in a studio once you handle so. That's mm -hmm. that's so funny you say that, and I want to jump in there because I was just about to ask you, like, I'm I'm sure since being there, you've had some pretty unique and funny stories, um, you know, throughout your time there. Like, what's what's maybe like one funny story or or great story that obviously, you know, no one other than who was there would would know about. 
I have to pick one. I mean, you can pick a couple. Go for There's it. There's a lot. There's a lot. I definitely felt like I might have missed some last year. I mean, birthdays, we were surprising everybody. We surprised, I think, Tak with Biz coming out of like a wooden cake. <laughs> I, I think it was, was – he came out of a wooden cake, you know, like one of those like, you know, performers coming out of the cake. Mm-hmm. And a little like confetti gun, and the confetti gun never really fired off properly. It was kind of kind of little, and uh, Todd made made fun of uh, Biz for that uh, nice little innuendo uh, on that end. But um, playoffs, I think playoffs. The story I can take away from playoffs, yeah, like Edmonton, Calgary, that must have Edmonton, been pretty Edmonton, crazy. Yeah. We were um, game three when we were going from the post game outside. It was just hectic, just to get mm-hmm. through all these people, but. The day after, it was actually my birthday, fun fact, but me, Gretzky, Tak, um, Jonesy, R.A., Biz, uh, the Oilers owner's son, Harrison Katz, we all went to the Oil Kings game that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got a tour of the locker rooms for the Oilers. We actually saw Edmonton's little Hall of Fame where they do their press conferences, and Gretzky was talking to us about his first stick that was in that exhibit and they only had one piece of tape. And he mentioned like, Oh, like I always loved Bobby Hall, Bobby or, or Bobby or who had one piece of tape on his stick. And then his father came in one day and said, son, you're not near no Bobby or, mm-hmm. and just looking at, at ha- having Wayne tell all those stories and he's an encyclopedia himself and he can talk. Yeah. Talk. And then we watched hockey and you know that was probably like the best moment I've had with that crew. Um, along with the shenanigans in studio, whether it's, you know, having a, a, a golf cart in when the Maple Leafs lost in seven games or, <laughs> you know, or Biz saying that no morals, which is 100% false. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun crew. I want to do a little bit of bragging for you because when we were together in the, in the lobby, the hotel, Gretzky walked up to you and said, what up? That's pretty, that's that, pretty big time. That's an alpha uh, move right there. Yeah, that was an alpha move. Jazz was like, you know, Gretzky's in the lobby, like, you know, come down and play it cool. And then we get to, like me and uh, my friend Steve get down there. Steve from UMass oh, Hockey. There you go. I didn't even say that. And uh, Gre- sure as shit, Gretzky just like walks right over to Jazz, like says what's up. And then we met him. Um, but I want to ask you about like the first time meeting him because like now he's a he's a colleague. So what's yeah. it like, you know, working with Wayne Gretzky? Seeing Wayne Gretzky was like shit. It's Wayne fucking Gretzky. Mm-hmm. I mean, how was your how was your reaction when you uh, saw him for the first time? I was like. I mean, I just I couldn't stop laughing at Steve. Like, <laughs> Johnny so, probably wanted a picture so bad. No, 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 you can't. You can't do that. No, no, the be real would go off with Wayne. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. That'd be, oh my God. that'd be sick if be real. If be real went off. But I just want to tell a quick story. My friend Steve that I was with, he's the director of hockey ops at UMass, and uh, you know, I just shake Wayne's hand, go, "Hey, I'm Johnny." He goes, "Like, nice to meet you, Johnny." And then my friend Steve goes, "Hey, I'm Steve. I work with UMass hockey." And like Wayne goes, "Oh, cool." And we were just like, dude, like he doesn't give a fuck. What, like, that's, that's unreal. Like, but, yeah, you're uh, that sick. Yeah. yeah. But the first time I met Wayne, it was, it was like, holy shit, this is Wayne fucking Gretzky. And, yeah. You know, I try to play it cool because I knew like I'm going to be working with him. His son Ty was there. So I buddy with Ty a lot. And I think that's how Wayne was able to come up to us because he saw mm-hmm. Ty was talking to me. He saw me and then he came up and said hi to me and his son. Um, but Ty's pretty much like kind of like the bridge. Ty's a great guy. I've met Trevor, I think, virtually or something like that. I met Tristan was also at the hotel that 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 night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was with us for the Winter Classic as well. And then Janet, uh, Wayne's wife, was also there. So 
Uh, I feel like I'm an honorary part of the Gretzky's <laughs> kind of sort of, but no, Wade's a great guy. And he's very, when he's with us during shows, he's very involved too. Like it's like, we were kind of, especially mine. I was surprised and see like how involved would he be? Would he just be there to just give his insights, give his thoughts, just come in, come out. But he mm -hmm. was very, very involved and having talked there and then he, him becoming buds with biz. Um, I think he really, really enjoyed doing it. Yeah. During, during your time, since you've been, you know, with, with these guys, like, has there been anyone other than Gretzky where you've kind of been just absolutely shell shocked? I mean, you can't beat Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Um, I, I guess maybe Will Arnett. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, I love Will big, Arnett. Yeah. He's a big Joe, hockey fan. I mean, and I Joe Bluth and Lego Batman. I mean, how can't you top Lego Batman? Yeah. What do you mean? He's Strauss and Fairchild. That too. Yeah. But Joe Bluth. He's in everything. I fucking love Will Arnett. He's the man. Yeah, he's he's great. Do, have you guys heard his podcast? Yeah, the Smartless. Really good. Really great. good. Um, good yeah, they're they're a good crew. Uh I guess I wanted to follow up with this on, you know, where did your love for hockey come from? Like have you always been super ingrained in like wanting yeah. to work in hockey, want like revolving around hockey and like where do your hockey loyalties lie? You weren't so, a fucking jersey for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Flyers. I'm a Flyers fan, first of all. Um, Condolences. Yeah, they suck. They Flyers is a disgrace, as I say on Twitter a lot when they lose. I was. I, I love the sport of hockey. It was. It started before the lockout. I think my parents just turned a game on, and or my dad did, and I kind mm -hmm. of involved, and I loved it. I think it was one of my first memories was watching Donald Brashear fight a guy, and I loved it. I loved it. Um, and then the lockout happened. I was still young, but then the, the year after, my mom's company got season tickets to the Flyers. So the whole plan was we were going to have like a game a month or two games a month, and then she was going to sell them to her work colleagues. So slowly but surely, I ended up going to Flyers games once a month. Um, got myself on a ticket one year. I, I 19,000 people seeing your face on the ticket. That has to be very, very – uh disappointing when you see they see a young Wait, what do you mean i'm confused oh so, so they did a they did a uh, fan contest one year where you uh -huh. and like a photo of like you being like the biggest flyers fan you were going to be on like a ticket like a physical okay. i guess it's before physical. before like the mobile tickets came out or exactly, yeah so we have like a photo of, like we have a large copy of like myself with like bobbleheads and me in a jersey and a hat uh -huh. uh, that's great on my uh home stairs i should probably get a pick if that helps too for b-roll purposes but uh um, yeah if you can that'd be great yeah <laughs> so, and then i think the, the same year um my fifth grade we had a mat we had to do a mastery project so you'd be like a master at something so i picked the flyers so i developed this whole powerpoint on the history of the flyers and it culminated with like bringing bob kelly bob the hell kelly former flyer legend in mm -hmm. and we had a whole school assembly for my grade on hockey and putting on hockey equipment and it went above and beyond. And like, that's where, you know, that's where the sport kind of like, I fell in love with the sport. And I still do today. And it's, I don't know what I would be doing with a hockey to be quite honest with you. Yeah. I, I, that actually brings me to this. Like, can you talk about a game day doubleheader NHL on TNT? Like what time you get into the studio? What's like, what's your day to day as, as far as that routine goes getting ready for game day? Yeah. So I, so I work on my game notes that, I know Corey, we, we talked about it at the start, but I usually try to update those game notes. You say Corey? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Put some respect, the disrespect, on the name. bro. Cody scumbag. Oh, 
fuck. Edit that shit out, Cody. Nope, that's staying in. <laughs> um, Bro, you're on my shit. You're you're below Johnny on my shit list now. <laughs> that's low. That's low. There's there's uh, like there's, we have that forever now. That's great. You know, motherfucker. <laughs> Pride myself and thinking myself as a man of faith. Mm-hmm. Continue talking to deep left field by Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> That's gonna be a four nothing ball game. Uh, yeah, but anyways, back to the matter at hand, Cody. Um, <laughs> so I, I wake up, do my uh, wrap up my game notes that I would prep on Sunday. Just tweak anything, add any updates from the games that happened Monday, Tuesday. Um, get on a meeting with our producer and, and Liam. Mm. Work on our DraftKings same game parlay. Going around. Double header, normal double header, like a seven or seven thirty start time for the first game. Get in around one thirty or two. Print out a lot of stuff, like the game notes packet, another packet which has starting projected starting lineups and stats for both team for all the teams involved, standings, and then there's these big ass stat packets that Ace and uh, the analyst. Mm-hmm. It's like hundred pages deep, and it's just stats for every team and streaks and all that. Um, put them on their desks. We have a production meeting uh, around 3.30 that day. Then we get dinner catered and then just talk with the guys, talk to the boys, snap it around a little bit. And then we have a pregame. We watch the games in our, in our career room, come back, intermission, do that. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, post game, and then we leave. It's a fun night. It's a busy night. It can go quickly. And there's other things I'm doing as well, You know, like checking graphics, making sure they're good, making sure everyone else is has their heads uh, screwed up, but um, it's a fun job. And then obviously playoffs, it gets a little more hectic, right? Oh, like yeah. This year too, especially yeah. the Stanley Cup final, you know. Last year was hectic. We had, I think. You guys had- did game seven, Rangers-Penguins, right? We did. We did. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask did. you about that game specifically because that game was crazy. That was wild. Um, That was actually the only game we had that night. It mm-hmm. was, the, so the first week we were on five nights, five nights straight. Thursday and Friday, we had double headers on TNT and TBS. Saturday was a triple header on TNT that started like in the afternoon and ended up in the night. Sunday, triple header on, on TBS. And then I think we had a double header on Monday on TNT or TBS, whatever. But either way, like those double, double headers, mm-hmm. first two nights we had it, and I think we had one as well on Thursday or Friday or both. Okay. Next week, it was brutal. Like yeah. you're sitting there, it's like, I haven't moved from my seat in five hours. <laughs> like, no bathroom break or nothing. You're still watching, you're still watching postseason hockey. So, I mean, you can't yeah. complain again for that. But yeah. uh, the Rangers game, I guess, if we want to go to game seven, um, that was fun. That was our only game of the night. And overtime, usually we're just still in our – we don't really go to the green room where we yeah, watch. The we're just in the studio in case, you know, hey, if something happens, we're going to have to be back on the set. Um, we were surprised. It was a fun game. Um, probably might be the best playoff game of the, of the entire 2022 year, I would say. Yeah, it was um, it was it was top notch. It was yeah. up there. I was gonna ask, do you have any type of? I, I know you obviously have a relationship with you know the guys on the panel, but do you have a relationship with any of the in-game analysts, like you know Kenny Albert, um, any of the broadcasters, anything like that? Uh, not as much as I do with the studio guys. Edge of yeah. like send me an email here and here or there I'd be like hey chris edzo here it's like yeah i know get me a coffee <laughs> yeah i know edzo it's your your name pops up on your <laughs> email <I can laughs> there will be some guys like panger as well um mm-hmm. burke they'll, they'll they'll 
email me once in a while. They need stuff or they have questions or whatever. And, you know, I'm there for them if they need me. Seems like they don't. You know, they're there. And, and you now I've, I've been with Kenny a little bit. Jonesy's come in the studio once a few times. Uh, but they're good. They're good guys overall. I have a tough one for you. What's the most uncomfortable you've been in the job? Oh, the most uncomfortable. Like, I don't know if you've had like a fuck up or like, you know, something where you're like, oh, God, like, get me out of the situation. <laughs> I hate it. You know, I, I do hate to be like the, the person because it kind of happened last week. Like we had one of our logos that wasn't really correct. And like, hey, like, hey, director Morgan, like, hey, like, <laughs> the logo isn't right. Like the Hurricanes logo, the. Uh -huh. I think that the the circle the 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 middle of the circle of the hurricane yeah. logo instead of black it was white. I'm like, hey, well, that's it's okay because the Hurricanes had a player this year wear a jersey that was wrong. <laughs> that too, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. To, uh, it's tough to see, I guess, sometimes. But yeah, it's tough for me to be like the bearer of bad news. But at least I caught it before pregame aired and mm -hmm. it was corrected. First night, actually, I'll tell you this: first night we had the uh, a graphic on the goals scoring all-time goals leaders. And it missed Brett Hall. And I'm like, Oh, I remember that. I remember you talking about that. We can't run Brett. We can't run this. There's no Brett Hall. There's no Brett Hall. Like the first freaking five minutes. I'm like, we can't uh -huh. run it. There's no Brett Hall. And we didn't run it. The game guys, I think the game guys did a segment on their own. They had the same graphic, but they did they had Brett Hall. So I'm like, mm -hmm. oh thank God. And our producer, my get producer Gibby was telling me, like, hey, like you you saved our ass our first night. Mm -hmm. You did your integrity a lot. Like, Shit. Like it's just a name, but it, there is something there. Oh, yeah. Like they've yeah. people never seen hockey on TNT before, so they're very skeptical to start. So, oh yeah, I wouldn't say like out, outside of those two like situations where like I've kind of been in, like an uncomfortable spot. Um, there have been uncomfortable spots at ESPN where I've been at, and I remember there was one where I was in. We call it the one playroom, the media room. Mm -hmm. where there's like games going on. Like say it's a. For example, it's like a late-night college basketball game, and it goes wild, double overtimes, and you're just adding on plays and plays, and you're updating shot sheets. And I might have updated a few too many times with too many what we call cross rolls or updates. And, you know, I sent like maybe four because I'm thinking, all right, you know, here's this update. He has this, and then I'll send another one. But uh, Scott just completely botched that highlight because of uh, a uh, mistake that I made, and it was a that um, sucks. So I learned. I learned from that day, and it's like you just got to swallow it and just face the wrath of uh, our producers and Scott and our EP that night. And yeah, it was. Bad. Yeah. So, all right, let me let me ask you a fun question here. If you could go back to any moment in NHL history and relive it, front row seats, what is it? I would say to just rub it in Johnny's face because I was you know, 12 rows away from it when the Flyers beat the Rangers in 2010 to get them to the playoff. Robin and Johnny's uh, face. I'm a bigger fan than he is. Yeah, that sucks for you, Cody. Sorry. Got your Corey, name. Corey, that was the, the, the shootout John. game, the Ole Okanen fucking yeah. full-length breakout, uh, full-length yeah. shootout. Yeah, that was a, that's my favorite game I've been to as a Flyers fan. And I'm sure it's been a lot. Cause... Well, it's the, only, it's the only big game the Flyers have ever beat the Rangers, so yeah, I in, mean, the in the last 15 years, you know what I mean? There you go. Well, the, yeah, the Rangers beat the Flyers in those, like, what was it, two playoff series or just during, one? During college for me, it was great. And my roommate was a huge Flyers fan. Um, so it was just, like, awesome friend. because we, we'd all get together. Uh, just, you know, good time watching him suffer. So, and and hopefully you were suffering too. Yeah. But, um, but I would right. say, like, I mean, like, overall, like, 
outside of rubbing in your guys' faces, like overall the the biggest hockey moment I'd like to just relive live. Uh huh. Probably Bobby Orr's goal. That's a good one. You weren't you weren't alive. Bro, Johnny doesn't listen to questions. Johnny, just said, our hands. Well, I, said relive. I said if you could go to any moment in NHL history yeah. and sit front row, what to would it relive, be? To relive it, which means you were already living. No, to relive it as in like you could be there Dude, for a moment. All right, we're going to um, you know, we're no, going to a short break cuz Am I dumb here? Me. Yes, you are. Yeah, dumb. you are. You are dumb. Okay. Buddy, have but, you been uh, drinking on the job? Huh? Have you been drinking on the job? No, but I took two happy CBD gummies, if that counts. It doesn't seem like you're ha- you're happy or having fun. Because- I've been smiling this whole time. <laughs> I know you have. Uh, did I just ruin that whole question? Yeah. I, a little <laughs> bit. You know, we, we won't we won't harp on it too much, but uh, you know, John, do you, how many more do you got? I, I got I, one more, so I have I'll like probably two or three more, but I'll, right, I'm sure right. I'll I'll build I'll build off uh what you got too, I'm, I imagine. But I don't I don't want to get too serious. But I also feel like you know serious. What? Why so serious? No, but I th- I think you're you're in a very cool position, and you know you're like you said you're doing something for the first time, never been done before on TNT. You know how how often I don't even remember like how originally you and I connected, but I know we've been like friends LinkedIn. now for like what's up LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Uh, you shot your shot. I shot my shot. What did yeah, I say? Did. I gotta find that. Did I? Yeah, you did. Well, I think we do. Uh, we had a we had a mutual friend in Carly Fleischer, and I think that's kind of how we met originally. I you. And I think you also messaged me on LinkedIn one time. Oh, I did. Word. I did message you. Yeah. Hey, man. Seems like we have very similar backgrounds and interests. Just wanted to reach out and introduce myself. Would love to connect with you. Happy holidays. December twenty sixth of twenty twenty one. Yeah. Damn. Good, Good flirting. For move. Good for you, Jonathan. Good flirting move by me, but. Um, like, so I guess how many people like that though, like, like younger kids, you know, you're a Syracuse grad. So many kids now want to get in sports. Like, I, I guess not necessarily advice, but you know, more so your path. Like, you know, people ask me sometimes and I don't even like really know what to tell them. Like I just started like by doing my own thing and, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know how you would give advice to younger people looking to get into sports. Yeah. I mean, just get your name out there. Right. Like, even when I was in college, like, again, like one of my other passions is lacrosse and, you know, <laughs> working at Syracuse university for the men's team for the lacrosse team there as a video guy. And then all of a sudden some random person asked me if I wanted to actually I should call her random because she's now huh. Sanford Chronicle writing, but um, she reached out and asked her if I want to write about college lacrosse. And this is me with no background in lacrosse and slowly, but Charlie, I started to write lacrosse and then got to another site and just made myself, you know, a personality and a name and, you know, not yeah. being like cookie cutter. Like what I, what I hate about new house a little bit. And some people that are like hardo news people is like, mm-hmm. they are hardo news people. Like, yeah. They don't really, you're definitely to- not a hardo. <laughs> exactly. Like I want to be like yeah. my own self. Like I'll be yeah. throwing dad jokes or just being an idiot at times. And yeah, you know, my, my big thing is to make people smile and make people happy. But my favorite jazz thing on Twitter and like anytime, like a big time or not a big time, but I guess, Anytime like a college like basketball team or football team loses, he'll just like reply to the team Twitter account like consider adding lacrosse. <laughs> they should. I mean, yeah, it's so funny. but um, no, it's I would say just be yourself, right? Like be have a personality, be yourself. Don't be always like try. You, I mean, a lot of us are still young. You're right. Yeah. We're not. We're not. We're not anywhere near thirty yet. Thank God. Cody's thirty. I'm thirty. <laughs> oh, that sucks for you, buddy. You're doing. <laughs> um. But yeah, you guys are beefing. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same if it makes you feel better. And and you know what? I still look younger than both of you, so suck it. Yeah, you know what? He's right. Um, Handsomer, too. Um, <laughs> but, Thank you. But, but, but I'll say this. Like, you know, just be yourself. Be your own personality. And don't, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to people that, like, you look up to. And, like, you know, who knows? Like, the, the least they could do is not reply or say no, right? Right. You're not going to be like, don't, don't contact me again or I will find you. For, all right. First and foremost, do you actively watch? I know obviously you're researching a lot of things for TNT, but do you actively watch a lot? Like, is that part of your job? Do you actually oh, actively yeah. have to watch a lot of games? Oh, that hell is yeah. Your job. I get the ESPN <laughs> Plus Apple TV app, four games at once. And if there's another game, I have another game on the uh, my laptop. I'm just watching games. Okay. All right. So if you right now can build out any set, any lo- set of a top line, a top pair, and a goalie. So you get six players. Who are you going with for each slot? So it's like my all NHL team pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, first of all, what are we considering Leon Dreisaitl? Is he I mean, a he's a center. He's a center. So he's out of it. Connor McDusty is my uh, center. Mm-hmm. Um, I would put Mitchie Poo, Mitchie Marner. Really? Okay. Yeah, on the wings. Um, he's a right winger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's he's my right winger, Mitch Marner. Yeah, what what, what do you have with uh, Mitch Marner? Well, no, he's not, I, 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 he's actually he's not, he's not clutch come playoffs. I love I love Mitch Marner. Yeah, um, which would be my first choice. Well, he's mine. So second, fucking good. No, I'm kidding. All right, keep going. Uh, left wing, I do Maddie Kachuk. Okay, I love me some Kachuk. Uh, the D, I would go with uh, Adam Fox. Kiss ass. Shut up, Johnny. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll fucking second the kiss ass. Kale McCarr, how's that, buddy? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty kiss ass right there. Yeah, very kiss ass. Yeah. I think Cody has to take care of his dog right now. Um, uh, how about the goal? Who's goal? Uh, it's not Igor. It's uh, I would do Ilya Sorokin. Really? What? Yeah. Why? Dude, you being serious? I am being. Oh, you're not no, trolling. I'm not being serious. If I wasn't serious, I'd say fucking Yaroslav Halak. No, I'm like that's not a troll. Like, come no, on. I, I would do, I would do Sorokin. You're out of your mind. Why? Okay, he's a stellar goalie. He just doesn't have. He's like, he's like. I, I saw this on Twitter a few weeks ago. He's like Jacob Degrom without any run support from the Mets. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Not, I, mean, the, I see the, that. The Islanders can't score for shit. They just don't produce. Yeah, maybe they should produce them. Maybe if Bo Horvat maybe <laughs> for the Islanders, maybe he'll be. Even- you gotta tell him to shut up, Cody. Not not he's you, probably, Jazz. He's the probably dog. I said the dog. Sorokin. He doesn't, like, he doesn't like that you said Ilya. Yeah. He probably um, is not happy I picked Sorokin, so I don't blame the dog. But I guess I guess I'll wrap up um with my final question. I have because Cody's not the mic, so yeah. I don't have a choice. But you know, this is the first year where NHL on TNT has the Stanley Cup final. Uh, your food's there. Oh. Obviously, you don't know where it's going to be yet. Do you have a specific city? You, I mean, you're not going, you're in Atlanta anyway, but like I guess no. Are you are you live at the final? I'm yeah. Going. Yeah, you're yeah, going. I'm not going. You're going. Um yeah. Went last I forgot that you guys are in person in the playoffs. Yeah. I saw your pick with the cup. Yeah. But that was in the studio in Atlanta. Yes. And in um, okay, so back to the question. Yeah, go. Is there a specific city you'd like to see the Stanley Cup final be in between the West and, and the Eastern Conference? Personally, me, Vegas. hmm I mean Yeah, that makes sense. It's Vegas. Like mm-hmm. You know, watch hockey, then gamble responsibly. Mm-hmm. 
you know, circus. Can ball. you bet on hockey or are you not allowed? I don't know. <laughs> How do you feel about New York? I mean, Georgia, it's illegal. So, yeah, I do it responsibly if I do. Uh, New York. Well, sorry to say this. I'm not a big fan of New York. I think mm-hmm. it smells and it sucks and it's too big. Um, if there's an eastern city, I love Boston. Mainly because of the big food and the the Yankee there and uh, big food. If you want to talk about food, Italian New York. Yeah, I mean New York fine too. It's got some good Italian food, but I mean there's no like great pastry shops like Mike's and Modern. So pastry shops, New York yeah. has tons of good pastry shops. Oh, all right, maybe you should take me then, Cody. I, Johnny, you're not going. I don't. I don't. I don't, don't want to be there. <laughs> Johnny, you're not going to stick Johnny. up for pastries. You literally wow. text me once a week. You're eating a muffin, and you're not going to stick up for pastries here. That's from Dunkin' Donuts. Johnny, we went to Mike's um, together. Wait, no, I'm sorry, we didn't. No, I didn't. There. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Brian Rubin. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's all. I re- that's all I really got. Um, any final thought, Cody or Jazz? Do you want to plug anything? I know you have a question for us. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Cody. Why are you friends with Johnny? And how Honestly, I ask myself the same question every day. Like we were just recording before and we asked ourselves it as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. He's just, you know, he's got chubby cheeks and I love him. Oh. I'm a cute, I'm a cute, lovable guy. He doesn't like yeah. chubby cheeks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Jazz, anything you want to plug before we let you go? I know you are doing lacrosse blogging and um, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So um, just follow me on Twitter if you want to. Maybe you'll probably mute me in a week at Chris underscore Jast, J-A-S-T. Um, I'll do some lacrosse writing here and there. I'll, I'll commentate about the sport as well, along with hockey and just a lot, lot of other stuff. You'll see a lot of Eagles stuff, too, in the next week. Yeah. With the Birds win the Super Bowl over the Kansas City Chiefs. Are you going? Ha! My parents are. not out earlier. $12,000. Remember, when they uh, are in a nursing home. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm never going to do that. My parents will love you, Denise and John. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, follow me there. If you see my face somehow on uh, uh, Hinge or Bumble, swipe, swipe. <laughs> Dude, speaking of your face, like you should seriously consider making like a biz troll Twitter account and just like have like funny pictures of you and like like just doing funny stuff. Like I, I think. I think you could like, you know, from far away, like you can, I don't know your height, but. Well, yeah, you haven't seen him in person. He doesn't look like yeah. an ex-hockey player. <laughs> no, I'm 5'10". I'm 5'10". That's all it is, like 6'2". Yeah, he, uh, let's, let's find He's out. He's all tatted up and shit three. too, though. I think. He's nah, but yeah, two. but. It wouldn't work. He's 6'2". Right, right, right. It's worth a shot. It was worth a yeah, shot. He's 16. But, I mean, short kings, man. Who doesn't like a short mm. king? That's true. I don't Ooh. think 5'10 short. Thank you. We want to thank you for coming on. We love you. And uh, thanks, brother. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Love you guys. Thank you. We want to thank our boy Jazz for coming on once again. Great to hear from him and hear a little bit more of, uh, you know, storytelling from the NHL on TNT. And we're very excited for what they have coming in the future. Not much else to say. I know we have the, uh, the draft segment for this week and the upcoming games for the week. The Rangers have four games this week, so it's going to be a jam-packed week post-All-Star break. But, Cody, you want to go into the draft segment first? Yeah, yeah. So our draft segment this week is going to be a three-round draft on favorite movie franchises ever. So not the greatest. So, you know, we're not talking about, like, greatest, like Star Wars, Marvel, whatever. We're talking about our personal favorites. So, Johnny, I'll give you the first pick. I <laughs> I want to steal yours with my first pick just because it is it is a good one, and I love it. 
I grew up on the I grew up on the American Pie. I grew up on the American Pie movies. That was the example you gave when you texted me. It was, but that's 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 not your favorite. Well, no, no. For me, dude, no. Being a sixth grade kid or sixth grader, middle school kid watching the American Pie movies, like that's how I learned about sex and everything growing up. Like from American Pie, you know, I I love those movies. And uh, I'm glad you're 12 still. Um, No, I just have an appreciation for it. (laughs) Um, All right, I think my favorite. Number one, I'm going to go with the Batman trilogy, the Dark Knight mm-hmm. trilogy, because I think that the Christopher Nolan movies were just out of this world. So I'm I'm going to go with that. I mean, you're you're going to go with more funny where I'm going to yeah. go with more like action. Marvel. Like, yeah. 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 All right. Um, so I'm go- well, first of all, Batman's DC. Get it together. You fucking dweeb. But I'm a nerd. DC. But um, OK, forget it. Never mind. A conversation for another time. My <laughs> okay. But uh, all right. So I'm going Batman Nolan trilogy with first round pick. I'm going to go. See, like, I can't even think of, like, a action series that I would really want. Um, like, for me, the first one that comes to mind is is The Hangover. All three of those movies. Like, those okay. I love those movies. Okay. I wish they came out with more. I can, they can make a new one. Even if it's the same fucking movie over and over, I could watch it every time. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, number two, I'm actually going to go with a newer franchise which i absolutely love and they're coming out with a fourth movie next month and it is honestly awesome and if you haven't watched it yet you need to and that's the john wick series because those movies are unreal and keanu reeves is a king yeah i have nothing to say to that um (laughs) i've never seen him i don't know what are they about dude he's uh he's an ex hitman Mm -hmm. and basically there's like a secret society of hitmen um and it's 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 crazy you you would you would actually love it like if you want an action movie that's just like fucking awesome you would uh, you would love it i wonder how many people listen to this and just like wonder how we're friends <laughs> i don't know like our interests are just so opposite i feel like it's so funny well no i like the hangover series i just think you're an yeah. idiot but that's well, about guess, it. well no i guess while we're you're on saying that note, you're saying series of like a 12 year old like that's what i watch because <laughs> you're literally 12 thank you for proving my point okay so to make it even worse for myself and to dig myself deeper in this hole i'm gonna go with the awesome powers movies those are Dude, not harry potter bro i know you've watched all the harry potter yeah movies but i love them i i've only seen so for harry potter i never watched the full thing until like two years ago i watched and the you first, loved it you i loved watched the it. first four it was like it's not i'm not one to see harry potter on tv and i feel like i have to watch it you know i mean okay that's that's fair like austin powers like you know the 10 year old me like every hockey trip in the car it was austin powers you know that's just okay i thought the austin powers movies were okay um you can say that now as a 30 year old guy (laughs) no when when you were 10 Uh, yeah okay 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 i i think my next, my last pick and my favorite would be the final ones coming out, and it's sick. Mission Impossible movies with Tom Cruise because I've seen one of those. Those movies rock. You know what's funny? Oh, I actually congrats. I saw what's up. I said congrats. I saw one of the Mission Impossibles, and my I was sitting next to my dad in the theater, and like at the end of the movie, my dad was like, "You're telling me Tom Cruise did all this shit, and like he didn't limp once." <laughs> see like he fell Maddie from a 10 story building no limp <laughs> yeah dude tom cruise is a psycho but those movies actually yeah. rock um so i guess i went all three action yeah well i will give um, one action though i did love the toby okay. mcguire spider-man movies i loved those oh those are classics yeah i was a big fan of those movies and then when okay. it went to like andrew garfield and tom Hall- uh, tom holland 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch. Tom I didn't watch. I haven't watched any of those. I haven't seen any oh, of those. Oh, dude, the Tom Holland ones are so good. Um, That's something I, I can maybe do tonight. I can get behind that. Okay, I, I'm gonna give a bonus pick because I did all action, so I'm gonna give a comedy one that yeah. just was unreal. And I, I mean, it was only two, but I wish they made Ted? a third one of what? No, not Ted. Ted? Ted's great oh, though. Ted yeah. is great. Twenty One Jump Street. Those. I, I feel like they're gonna make more. No, no, no. That's no? dead. No, it's dead. Really? That dead. sucks. Yeah, those yeah were but great. those movies were unreal. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's it for our draft this week. And do you want to go into uh, this week's slate? Yeah, so the first game of the week is Monday Flames, right? night. Yeah. What's up? I said Flames, right? Yeah, Flames on Monday night as you're listening because this comes out Monday. Uh, Rangers home against Calgary. Everyone has a fresh slate after All-Star break. Don't expect it to be such a good game because everyone's getting drunk for the last week or so um, that didn't participate in All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with a Ranger win though. Uh, Calgary for me this year has been very iffy. The goaltending hasn't been as strong as last year. Markstrom hasn't been at his best. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Rangers come out and win this game like four to two. Honestly, that was my score and couldn't agree with you more. So let's move on to the next one with the Canucks. I think. If the Rangers don't win this game, they have a lot of problems. Um, You know, I I think hangover or not, like you need to find a way to win this game. It's, you know, like we said earlier, it's, it's past that point where they need to be losing to bad teams. They need to start beating bad teams. So I'm going to go with this one as a scoring fiesta. And I'm going to say six to two Rangers. Mm. I I, I was thinking high scoring game as well. Um, Mm. But I don't want to steal yours. I I feel like this is a Halak game, and I think Halak might play again on... Uh, I don't know, because... No, Halak's back- playing twice, dude. No, no but it's a back-to-back against Carolina. The Carolina game is important. These, these three games are all out of conference leading up to Carolina. So I think Halak might get two. I, did, I, I, I really could see, I could see Halak maybe starting against the Flames, actually, and then Igor gets the game against Vancouver and Carolina. See, I think I think it's going to be Igor, Igor, Halak, Igor. So I think Halak will get the crack in. Yeah, I think I think that's a lock for sure. Vancouver, I'm going to say Vancouver. I'm going to say uh, the Rangers play down to their level a little bit. I'm going to say three two Rangers. Okay, such a high scoring game. Um, all right, change on, mind. To the, on to the crack in. I I think the Rangers have now played the crack in four times, and all four times they've played them very tough. Maybe it was three times. I don't remember, but. Um, you know, the Kraken are a very good team this year. Uh, yeah. surprising everyone. Uh, they have a guy, Maddie Beneers, who's absolutely tearing it up. And I think they're going to give us some trouble here, uh, whether it's a lock or whether it's Igor. Yeah. And I'm going to go with three to one Kraken. Mm, yeah. I think the Kraken win this game also. Um, I, I actually think like, I think it's going to be like a five, like a five one Kraken. Oh. Yeah, I know. Not, that doesn't sound great. All right. I feel, anyways, like it's gonna be a, I feel like it's going to be a stinker. Yeah. Okay. And last game, you know, the Rangers now have to go on a back to back to Carolina. It's a back to back away, which kind of sucks. Um, but Carolina's also like the hottest team in the league right now. They, they won are, but the Rangers have played yeah. them twice, right? And the Rangers have played them pretty well. Uh, this Didn't we year? beat them both times? I don't know if we've played them this year. Dude, what are you talking about? Yes, we have. I was, bro. You're crazy. I was at the game we played them. 
we played them at least once and we won in January, right after New Year's. And then I don't know if we played we them did. twice. Maybe we only played them once. I don't think we've played them at all. Dude, Rangers. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, no, we did. Three, we did five, no, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right okay, you're right, you're right. so we beat them once. Um, And you know what? I'm going to ride that streak. I think it's going to be a little bit of a messy game since we're away on a back-to-back. I'm going to say three to two Rangers. I think two nothing Carolina. You're always so pessimistic. You always go break. Well, even. it's a back to back in Carolina. Like, yeah. Well, you on. know what? The last two weeks, you were, you were, your predictions were shit, and mine were spot on. So take. You that. actually ever follow? Like, do you ever like follow them up? Like, I don't even remember. I look I back and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I did. Pre- I don't, I don't remember yours, but I'm. I look yeah. back and I'm like, oh, I did pretty good on that one. Um, like, I, I already forgot what I said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So, anyways. That's it, guys. Uh, yeah. We have some good guests lined up. We're just, you know, ironing out the final kinks there. But yeah. hopefully we have uh, have some good guys on for you soon, some really big guests. And, uh, you know, just keep listening and LFGR, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.